Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where three beta film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mister Mister Ben Arrington, and semi-regular co-host Mister Sheets himself, <laughs> Andy Conjuring Turner. Hello, guys. How you doing? I'm good. Thank oh, you. Sheet. <laughs> very You're, well, um, Andy. Your beard is looking very nice, uh, trimmed. Um, what's the word? Mm. Tamed. Well kept. Tamed. Well, yeah, well, Tamed. well, Smart. well kept. Smart. Pretty. Smart. <laughs> Lovely. It's going to keep complimenting your beard. It's nice. Straight lines. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Delightful. <laughs> what have you guys been up to today? Uh, what, have we, what have I been up to today? Um, I've been looking after children, which is fun. My children. Only one of them. Uh, <laughs> I've not just been randomly offering up my babysitting services to anyone who's passing me by. Uh, did take a little wander into Forbidden Planet. I was looking for some comics. I was looking for uh, this deceased run. Uh, you heard much about that? The it's the the deceased, like deceased, the Marvel's on Marvel's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard of yeah. it, but I've not I've not read any yet. Is it any good? Well, that was. Well, I haven't read it yet because I was going to pick it up and delve into it, but I took my nephew and then he just got distracted by the Funko Pops to the point where he had a tantrum because he wanted one of them. And then I had a tantrum because I wanted one. And then, <laughs> yeah, so, and then yeah. I for, I kind of forgot about the comic and then I walked out and that was it. So yeah. that was pretty terrible. Awful day, really. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I love the Marvel Zombie comics. I remember them being really good or really fun anyway. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you read the one where it's Marvel Zombies versus Army of Darkness that has Ash, Ash and Evil Dead and himself? I how, think that might have been my favourite one. How does Ash compete against like a zombie Hulk? I'm not yeah. sure he meets the the Hulk, but it goes very well. He has a he has a great time. So obviously he's used to dealing with zombies, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but there yeah, is an just... Army of Darkness comic as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. There is. I've read a few. That's pretty funny. 
And the game, I think. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Andy? What have you been up to? Um, just uh, regular work. There was no real, there was no real slowdown for us at work. So just been, yeah, busy, busy doing the day job. And I've had a, I've had a poorly dog recently. So we've been back and forth to the vets with him. He is fine now, though he's on the mend. Nice. Good to hear it. Yeah, good man. And that just playing a few games, getting things finished. I finally, after the after the big announcement of the village, I guess this segues nicely into you know what we've been reading and watching. I finished Resident Evil Seven and all the DLC at very last. Amazing! Finally oh, wow. got to the end. It was great. Such a good time. How? What um, was the DLC? Um, there's a few. There's the band footage ones, which are yeah, like okay, I, remember, I remember now. There's like a horde mode, and there's the there's the one that's like an escape room puzzle. Um, which mm. is really good. Um, there's one where you yeah. play like um, kind of like cards, but um, but it's like saw. Um, yeah. As you know, if you don't win your if you don't win your round of twenty ones, then you get your fingers broken off or burned up. Um, but it's actually the the story DLC is pretty. Well, actually, one of them I was a little bit. Um, I felt it rushed it a little bit because it goes through the night that the family. Bring the little girl home that sort of starts yeah. the events. Uh, yeah. like yeah. But whereas the whereas the files in the game indicate that like it's meant to have been quite a slow process, it happens over the course of about ten minutes, which mm. um it was kind it kind of undercuts the the oh, dread really? of the story. But the other piece was a wild bit. It's set the bits that are set afterwards. So there's the Chris Redfield one where you go I and chase down yeah. Lucas. Not um, a hero. Is that that yeah, was that decent. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. That was good fun, like a nice little bit of just a bit more action and, you know, and, and play it through that. It was a real brilliant. big, real big enemy, like the molded dude, wasn't there? Yeah, big, uh, like there's big, like there's big bloaty ones that like explode and let out these little crab beasts as well. Um, as a, uh, as a big fan of Resident Evil, would you say, like, because what I kind of felt about Resident Evil 7 that was that it didn't feel like Resident Evil until suddenly it did. Yeah. Did you feel like that? Yeah, exactly. It felt, it, 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 you wouldn't have had to put a Resident Evil sticker on it until about maybe until Lucas turns up and you get to sort of that halfway area when you go into his his like area where the experiments begin to creep in a little bit more and you start mm. to get like bioweapon stuff put in there. Yeah. Yeah. The last bit of DLC that comes at the very end though, which explains what happens to the good sister, um, you know, Zoe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That, it's, that one's crazy. Like you go, like you play oh, the, the granddad or something. Yeah, that's right. You play as I think it's the the, the uncle. The you play as yeah. the uncle who <laughs> lives out in the swamp punching alligators, literally. And um, he comes up and he finds Zoe, and, and you basically you can get a few weapons like spears and a couple of. Um, like, I think you can pick up some some weapons, but you can equally, and there are like trophies and achievements tied to this. Go through the entire the entirety of his campaign, just punching enemies to death. I've seen. Yeah, can, I want to play it. It looks fun. It's it's really good. And later on in that um, in this segment, you get robot punch. The <laughs> the Umbrella Corporation have left a special robot punchy glove that you can find, and then you can punch things <laughs> Very even nice. harder. Andy, yeah, good times. Yeah, well, I wouldn't mind going back to that because I think I missed a couple of the bits of DLC or or I started them and didn't quite progressive them it's good yeah. and then i it's got me hyped to see more about the village how do you rate because you're a big resi person big resi man how do you rate this one against the others 
Um, it's top tier, but it's different. If I want my quintessential Resident Evil experience, I don't think you can go wrong with the remakes of Two or Nemesis. I think that is yeah. that is very Resident Evil for me. Um, this is still like an absolute top tier action horror game. But if I was going to go back to a Resident Evil game, I would probably someone you know someone turns up and says because magic I'm going to delete all the others. I'd probably keep the remake of two. But it's yeah. it's right up there. It's very very good, and I'm looking forward to eight, which looks to have a similar sort of aesthetic and style to seven. You know, to be in a first person game, I'm up for it. Cool man, yeah. I'd like to play seven again at some point. I really did enjoy it, and I need to play that punchy one as well. That's fun. yeah. The Punchy Man is a lot of fun. It's a very different type of gameplay because you're not thinking about, oh, how many bullets am I going to take on this? You properly dive into the fights because you can just punch the mold into death and do quite um, quite fun little combos, like weaving around them and like punching their heads off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've been playing Resi, Resi. Lots of you been watching anything or? No, yeah. mostly. Um, mostly. mostly... <laughs> But mostly just getting through the games. I think I yeah. mentioned to you guys. I I got a um, I got PSVR for my birthday a couple of weeks ago, so I've been catching up on a few games there. I've got The Last of Us to catch up on as well. Yeah. But yeah, Resident Evil first, and then I'll take a nice little palate cleanser with some Astro Bot, and then I'll be back into some horror for The Last of Us. Cool. What about you, Ben? Lovely. <clears throat> uh, do you want me to? Drop some news on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A couple of bits. Couple of bits. Not too much. We'll be quick. Is it all um, like disappointing? So obviously news? the main. <laughs> I feel like we've got a lot of yeah, disappointing I guess, news. Uh, yeah. I guess it is the never the never ending train of disappointment and it rolls on and on and on. <laughs> so the big news this week was that Halloween Kills, the sequel to the 2018 Halloween movie, has been bumped to 2021 october 15th i saw this announcement and it didn't register with me for a while it was like oh it's been bumped to october 2021 and in my head i was thinking that's not much of a bump <laughs> like completely <laughs> forgot what year it was for a second um and then john carpenter did post sort of a uh, a post from him and and david gordon green explaining why they've kind of done it and then nice nicely they dropped uh like 30 second teaser clip which is kind of like directly from the end of Halloween 2018. Did you guys watch this? Yeah, I did, yeah. It, I did. Yeah. So she yells, does she shout, does Laurie Strode shout, let him, let him, him burn or let, let it burn? Let it burn the house. Let it, let it burn. Or let yeah, so the cause, shape burn. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, when I first, again, I first, I thought he said, she said, let him burn. Um, I don't know. I was having a bad day. I think when I was watching it, and nothing was <laughs> nothing was kind of yeah. red for me. But yeah, I mean, they're just going to mistake it for thinking she was singing along to the roof. The roof, yeah. the roof is on fire. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. it's all very well you singing, Laurie Strode. We got work to do. They'll put that fire out, and Michael Myers will be at it again. Yeah, laughed into my coffee. Then that was nice. Um, yeah, so. Obviously, I guess we want this film to do well, so it'd be good if it'd be good if everything really just went okay. Twenty twenty one, it is because you know if things are coming out in in August, September, it's probably still going to be a little while before people are wanting to go back to the cinema in any norm normal way. Although I did say, I think I did say on one of the previous episodes that I thought everyone was going to flock to the cinemas, um, 
because of how they've been treating, I don't know, jogging in lockdown. Oh, we can go to the cinema, can we? Let's go, let's all go. But I don't actually think it's going to be like that at all. Is it? Is it open for you, the cinema? Uh, I don't know, actually. Cineworld was going to be open already, but I think I'm not sure whether the background is that a lot of their staff weren't happy because of, you know, lack of, you know, preparations, or it was truly about the fact that they pulled back on it because there weren't going to be any films out for them to watch. Mm, I know the original yeah. plans were to open at the start of this month and do like classics. I think they were advertising I I, like Empire Strikes Back and stuff. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back was like the number one film again at the box office. Yeah, yeah, it was. But the, and it's yeah. for the first time in like twenty years. So I'm assuming it was again when they did the. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, the remasters. They do like the, the remasters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, apart from that, more Halloween news, which kind of dropped just before. Best, best that news would kill my too. dad because I remember going to the Empire Strikes Back remaster, and he was like, "Oh, it was like it was so long ago since I went to watch it the first time." <laughs> if I'm like that, it was yeah. twenty years since that. He, he would die. Yeah. He would, he'd have a heart attack. I'm just sure. Fade away go. like infinity. So it's been, <laughs> it's been forty years. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, and then he'll look at you and go. God, you're old, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so John Carpenter did say just before it, this announcement that the cut for Halloween Kills was done um, and his work is done, apparently. A fun, intense, brutal slasher movie times 100. And he also said, I've never seen anything like the kill count. So why, um, is, why is Michael Michael Myers? How many people did he kill in Halloween 2018? Not- not a huge why in, what, 10, I imagine. Why in this moment. sequel has he gone absolutely apeshit? Self, he's been doing some self-improvement. <laughs> he's really got Maybe. his goal, goal set now. I saw that two couple of days ago, it was 18 years since Halloween Resurrection as well. Uh, always worth celebrating. Buster Rhymes versus Is that the Buster Michael Rhymes Myers, one? right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, and what else? I don't know if there was much else. I think um, so. Candyman is still apparently going to come out this year, but that got bumped to October the sixteenth. That's fine. Rather than I think I think it's going to be like end of September. Yeah. So I think initially it was supposed to come out in June, wasn't it? So it's had a fair. Bit so they've had a, this year. They've kind of played a blinder, haven't they? Because they've been able to knock back a bit, and they're still in spooky season yeah. with Halloween, as you would expect to come out in October anyway. They're kind of a little bit stuck, but if you if you knock it beyond the date you're planning, you may as well go to next year because Halloween's not really a January movie, is it? Like, it, mm. like it, yeah. you're not going to do it like, over the festive season. There'll be something nice with Amelia Clark, um, you know, around the festive period or Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the only other thing I saw was I don't know if you guys saw this. So on Kickstarter. Um, a company called Jewel Drop Games launched this game that looks like a survival horror called Death Ground, a cross oh, yeah. between Alien Isolation yeah. and Dino Crisis. Yeah. So you've got sort of like a movement tracker device, and you're trying to avoid dinosaurs. And uh, yeah, I mean this looks this looks spot on for dinosaur games are kind of few and far between. So to see something that would rely on the success, I guess, of Alien Isolation. Speaking um, of dinosaur horror, did you watch that? It's like a little indie thing that some 3D modeler had made, and it was it just recreated um, a, a scene from Jurassic Park. And you you can get the little jeep, and you can go and see the the, the tall neck dinosaurs, whatever they're called. 
Um, Long neck mag daddy. Yeah. Um, did you see that video? I think I put the video somewhere. I, yeah, I yeah. I, I saw that. you post the video, but I didn't get around to watching it. I'm going to have to go back, aren't I? But it's it quite extensive, isn't it? I won't. And the T Rex so was just chilling, wasn't it? Yeah, I won't spoil. Uh, but it, it's. I would love to see that as a full game. Like it's horror dinosaurs, but not in any way that you're thinking. Like it's like it's, an open world, an open world Jurassic Park where you can go anywhere on the map would be pretty sick. We kind of had that in Lego Jurassic World, but but you know, a, a survival great. horror focused one would be would be I, crazy. I don't even also. need a survival horror focus. I'd just like to have a walk around Jurassic Park and have like oh, an yeah. amazing time, as John Hammond intended. Just have like a brilliant day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been a lot since like coronavirus. There's been a lot of talk about Jurassic Park and comparisons to like things reopening too soon. People saying, "Oh, you know what else opened too soon? Jurassic Park." But it didn't. It never opened. Never opened. That was the point, wasn't it? It failed its inspection. Those yeah. experts didn't sign off, yeah. and it didn't open. Yeah. It opened twenty years later or so, and then ran very successfully for a time. Yeah. yeah. Until um, until until big business got in the way of um, you know. Proper safety precautions. So, so people keep sharing that and sort of saying with a knowing wink, saying, "Come on, guys, you know what else opened too soon? We all know what happened there." I just think, "Have you seen the film?" Yeah, get a school, mate. Fuck off. God. <laughs> ah. There is a good. There is a pretty good Twitter account at the moment. Um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I'll try and give you the gist of it. Um, and it's basically being is somebody tweeting as if Jurassic Park is is a is a open park. And coronavirus has affected it, so they've quite smartly interjected like various videos of back coronavirus with bits from the film. So it looks like the park is sort of posting these various announcements um, that the park's going to be reopened and what what's happening to the dinosaurs during coronavirus. Quite interesting. I think it's just got. I think it might just be called Jurassic Park updates. <laughs> uh, something similar to that. That's Jurassic cool. Park yeah. to go possibly. Uh, yeah. I'm already coming out of this session with with so many new accounts to follow and things to watch and games to back. I think I'm going to have to go and back that game (laughs) immediately. I haven't seen a single screenshot yet, but you've convinced me. (laughs) Once you've backed that, go watch watch that. um, And then again, it gave away the the thing about it. I don't know if I saw saw the thing. I watched the whole thing. They're saying there's a thing. Well, you think you think you know what the game is it's like a little exploratory demo thing and then, then it's got and this then whole you, other and then you go there's a whole other and you thing. go inside yeah <laughs> he goes if inside. dennis nedry hacks my computer as a result <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil but uh, so it's it's like you know when people say like it's this meets this well this is it's jurassic park meets this other thing that you were not expecting but they go that works so well i would love to see that as a as a fully thing as a fully realized project Oh, I'm going to have to go and watch this. Any guesses on what the other thing is yet, Ben? <laughs> completely cold before we go in. I must have stopped. Uh, I must have stopped watching it like just before an important part happened because I watched quite a lot of it. I've done myself in here. Okay, we'll go and watch it and find okay. out. <laughs> um, apart from that, that's all the news I've got. Cool. So I guess what we've been. What, what, you didn't have anything else in terms of what you've been watching, right, Andy? Um, one other thing. I watched a short video from a. Um, I primarily know him as a as an independent comics writer, a guy called Todd Spence. Um, he sent me a video of, that he was working on with um, some of his collaborators, a very short 
like a true crime mockumentary. It's quite stylistically done. I've just had to pull up the title. It's called The Third Eye Cult Murders. Um, Third Eye Cult Murders Police Video. It's on YouTube right now. I watched it. It's very stylized. It's done like um, uh, almost like a late 70s, early 80s, that kind of detective who's filming with a handy cam going through these murders. It's uh, uh, like going through a murder scene. And I was watching this in the middle of the day. And to, when I was watching it towards the end, I went from watching quite casually to like, it's getting a bit tense here. Let me just lean forward a little bit. So I'm not surprised by anything that's going to happen. And, and it was really good. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's yeah. really stylishly done. It's worth checking out. It's only about five minutes long. Cool. I'll check that out. Sweet. Made a note of that. <clears throat> what about you? So um, I've watched a couple of bits of horror. I guess I'll, I've watched quite a lot this week, but I only talk about the horror stuff here. Um, so I watched Session 9 for the first time. I'd never seen that before. Hmm. Um, it was on a like a poster that I bought, which is like scratch off top 100 horror movies. And I had about 10 left, and this is one of them. Um, and it's on Netflix now. And it, it was really, really good. It was really like uh, really unexpected. Have you guys seen this? No, I've heard, no. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's pretty It's kind of shot... It's shot digitally. It reminds me a bit of 28 Days Later in terms of yeah. it just feels like just the, the realism is really there. It was really atmospheric. Um, and it's like a trope, I guess, that we've seen so many times, abandoned mental asylum. Um, but it's not what you expect. And it's got a, bit, it's got a few tasty twists. Mm. It's like a slow yeah. burn. And there's like tension between these, these several unhinged characters. David Caruso is in it for some reason. Uh, the dude from CSI Miami. I was say the CSI uh, guy. Is he wearing yeah. sunglasses and he gives some quotes as he's going? Or is that just he the might, one character? He doesn't do that for everything. He, 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 um, he might wear sunglasses, but he has got. A, there's a fantastic moment with him. I won't ruin it, but it's just. It feels like it's from another film. And I was pissing myself. But yeah, it's it's good. It's, a, it's, a, it's an odd one, but I enjoyed it. Um, and I watched a couple of new ones. So I watched um, a film called Relic from the director Natalie Erica James. I think it's her featured debut. Don't know if you've seen trailer for this or posters I've not or anything. Seen the trailer, but the poster gave me big Resident Evil Seven vibes because everyone looks mouldy. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, pretty wait, much it. The, Mold. The old there's an old woman on the thing. On yeah, the poster. That's okay. Right. Yeah. So, Mold mold plays a, plays a really big part in this film. Um, as you've both not seen it, I won't go into it too much, but it was a really effective, uh, like multifaceted horror. Multifaceted. It, it, it <laughs> fake multifaceted horror. It kind of felt really familiar because I guess because of stuff like Hereditary. Um, but at the mm. same time, it did a lot. There's a, there's a particular sequence that reminded me of something else. <laughs> it reminded me of something else, but it did, it did it really well. <laughs> not, not Jurassic Park. Uh, there were no velociraptors jumping out, um, but yeah, it does it. It does it really well. It reminds me. Okay, I don't know what to say without. There's no way I can compare it to this without potentially spoiling something. So, but yeah, I thought it was really good, and I recommend it. Right. And the the other thing I was the other thing I saw this week was a film called The Beach House, which was on Shudder. And if you guys have seen this advertised, I've seen all these um, I would, floating around on Twitter. People have been talking mm, about this. Was it? This was floating around, um, and I kind of saw saw the word Lovecraftian. I saw the words body horror. Yeah, 
and I think someone said Cronenberg describing this. Uh, I thought it was for me, yeah, but I didn't get on with it at all. I found it like a a slog, and by the time things started kicking off, it was kind of over. And no, I just, uh, I just, I just didn't hold my interest at all. I found it Mm. a little bit naff. A couple of decent body horror moments, um, but there's definitely like a weird meandering section in the film where there's lots of stuff happening in the dark and I just couldn't work out what the hell was going on really. Do you feel uh, that like, I don't know, not necessarily this film, but do you feel terms like Lovecraft, you know, sometimes a bit overused because it's just, I was about to say, is it in vogue? But actually like it's a guy who was writing stories a very long time ago. Um, Like, do you, like I sometimes find that they use Lovecraftian for, if there's a monster that we won't really describe and it might have tentacles, then yeah, yeah Lovecraftian it's, stick it's, it in there. Especially if it's got tentacles, then you so. you have to get the Lovecraftian title on there somewhere. <clears throat> yeah, hundred percent. And I and I I wouldn't like having have seen having seen this film and seeing how it's how it's being described, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that was the case at all. No, um, it kind of I feel like the lead the lead actors as well were a bit like. I don't know. There was nothing about them that I found particularly engaging, uh, and maybe that was part of the problem. Yeah, maybe that's part of the bloody problem, mate. But uh, so, yeah, so of that's, the two, that's watch it. Relic then, I guess. Relic, definitely. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed Relic. There's a couple of other horrors coming out or available soon that I've had my eye on. Um, a film called uh, The Rental with Dan Stevens and Alison Brie. Apparently, might be dropping video on demand this month. I can again. I'm not 100 sure. That's about two couples who rent this vacation home, and something oh, happens. Alison Brie uh, Oracle. Interesting. Yeah, I know. That's that's pretty much what I thought. Yeah. Um, Those guys are very good. That, I, I'll give that a shot. Yeah. And I think I think Saint Maud was supposed to come out this month, but I think that has been pushed back. So another a I think it's a 24. All right. I don't think I did much in terms of watching trailers and stuff but yeah i think that's been pushed back i think we might not get out till later this year so forget that forget about it get out cool what about you luke i've been on a bit of a a david lynch kick i was i listened to the audiobook room to dream which is um it's kind of like a a biography there'd be like a a chapter which is really standard biography tells you about a certain period of his life and then it would just be a chapter of David Lynch talking about that period of his life. And he just goes on crazy little tangents. And he's such a weird and interesting guy. Um, and I've always been a Lynch fan, but hearing him talk about the making of these of his films added like an extra little bit of context. So I really wanted to go back and watch them. Um, so I watched Eraserhead again for the first time in, in years. And have you seen Eraserhead? A long, long time oh. ago. Like I probably watched it. Ooh, looking at the looking at the clock, like it's going to help me remember <laughs> how many years ago. I would say about ten, eleven years ago. I watched it when we were in Korea, so a long time ago. It's um, I mean, it's I wouldn't really call it a horror film. I don't know what kind of film you call it, uh, but it's it's not a, an easy watch. Um, I remember putting on. We had a film night, and we, my friends put on Talladega Nights. And that, that went down the storm, and then I followed it up with a razor head, and they lasted like I think twenty I've heard minutes. This story yeah. They lasted like twenty minutes, so you've got to turn this off. It's not, it's not an easy watch, uh, yeah. but but it is amazing. Like the, and the the fact that he made it, it's in like the early seventies, 
Um, the practical effects, he kind of made all of himself. They filmed it over five years on and off when when they had money. Um, it, it's, it's an amazing little story, and it's a, a weird, crazy film <laughs> and so stylish. And then I watched Blue Velvet, which I think for me is if you wanted to get a taste of Lynch, but not, but you weren't too keen on um, the more obtuse films or obtuse stuff oh, that he's dear. doing. Yeah, Blue Velvet is is a great, just a great neo noir thriller with some really sort of tense, scary moments with um, Frank Booth played by. Remember his name now? Um, is it Dennis Hopper? Dennis Hopper. The, Dennis yeah. Hopper. yeah, the speed man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I he mean, loves I, a bit of oxygen. <laughs> I've always liked that film. What's, what's in his tank? Uh, I think. Uh, I don't know, actually. I think it was oxygen or something. I can't remember what it is now. Um, but yeah, that's just like, uh, it's just a great, a great film. And then I watched Wild at Heart, which I didn't like the first time I watched it, uh, which is Nicolas Cage and Laura Dern. They're kind of like um, on a big road trip yeah. uh, across America, and it just gets a bit weird at times. And it's got like a whole Wizard of Oz theme running through it. Harry Dean Stanton plays this detective who gets his head blown off. Um, but it's um, but this time again with this added, added context, uh, I enjoyed it so much more because I could just appreciate. Um, that he, David Lynch doesn't give a, a fuck what <laughs> what if his things that he's making again he go down well or anything he just has these sort of ideas that he wants to experiment with and um, have you ever seen any like clips of him on set reacting to various things? Uh, <laughs> you mean like when he's like directing people and stuff or yeah <laughs> yeah I've seen I've seen a few little clips he's a weird guy. He's a really weird. Yeah, guy. it must be quite liberating, just, though. You can imagine, like, you have some directors who, you know, the producers or you know whoever represents the studio will come in and be like, yeah. "Nah, nah, nah, they're they're, they're not going to like that. We're going to have to put, we're going to have to change it like this." Can you imagine saying that to him and be like, "Don't well, care if people didn't get it." It did happen in Dune. It was Dino De Laurentiis who was producing Dune, uh, who who had final cut of Dune, and apparently even Dino De Laurentiis says we ruined that film. In the in the edit suite, um, been it, blown it, blown it, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It was a destructive process back then. If you could keep editing and editing and editing, uh, but yeah, I think this it's just a great book, and I'd recommend anyone who likes David Lynch, if you even like kind of like his films, read or listen to this book, and you'll realize that he's just an amazing person. Like all these people who've worked with him, no, he's like he's kind of cheated on wives. He's had like um, these people who have been in and out of his life throughout the, however many years, and everybody loves him. He's just a really sweet, gentle person with a weird, <laughs> with a weird mind. There you go. See, see, it is possible you can be an auto director and not be not be a, a bad bloke like some of the others are. Looking at yeah. you, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's about it, really. It's just been kind of catching up on. I'm a David Lynch. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna work through most of them, um, and then go on to Twin. I don't know if I do Twin Peaks just yet, but have you guys David Lynch people? Do you like David Is Lynch? He, I don't know. To my, like I've I've done some of it. I've done, I've, I've like I say a long time ago. I've watched I've watched a Razor Head. I haven't like just. It's never been avail- readily available for anywhere. I haven't done all of Twin Peaks. I've seen bits of it. You know, late nights as like a kid on TV when I was far too young to even attempt to get it. Um, 
I do intend to go back. Is is there anywhere where that's readily available? Is it streaming anywhere? I don't know. Or is it just you've just got to buy it if it you was, want? It was it was on like Now TV at some point. I think the last time I watched it, I watched it on Now TV series one and two, and then when the like the new lot came out, I think that was on there as well. So I'm sure you'll yeah. be able to get it. Yeah, it'll be somewhere. It might be on Prime. I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, the first season of Twin Peaks is is pretty perfect. I think it's. It's, yeah, yeah. I think the second series is because it's so long that it almost feels like it's trying to include a lot, a lot of ideas. But I think in terms of the first series, it's kind of perfect. So I think the first series is twelve episodes, right? Yeah. Have you um, played Deadly Premonition? That's very like it's compared to Twin Peaks. Quite like it's a very polarizing game, right? For some people, it's their favorite. Other people think it is. Heard of it? I think Terrible. there's a sequel coming out soon. It's about, it's about to drop. Certainly on the Switch. I think it's out imminently. Over Wait, the next, how old is the days. first one? When did the first one come out? Uh, Deadly Premonitions, like PS3, Xbox 360, so about ten years oh, old. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Good stuff. It's, it's good it's, stuff. It's strange. It's very strange. Cool. Uh, yeah, and then I watched Leprechaun last night, <laughs> which wasn't quite as like. Uh, I mean, I, I understood it. I understood Leprechaun. Whose idea was it to watch this? Because I can't remember who suggested it. On the spreadsheet, oh, right? Like, I'm, I'm, it sounds like it's something that might be my fault, but I'm not sure this one is. <laughs> Nobody knows. Have you guys seen it before? Some of it. I remember the pogo scene, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. I've seen a few of them, and I didn't dig it out in time because my house is still packed up for a move that may or may not happen. But um, I met. Warwick Davis when I had I've got the the DVD collection and I've got it I've got it signed there's a picture of me with him kneeling de- like I'm kneeling amazing too perfect it's signed in a gold pen that says dear Andy I want me gold love Warwick <laughs> oh. I, I will dig it out and I will I will post a picture if I can go if I can oh, find please, it please 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 find the picture that in the I put the, the picture in the DVD case but I'll um not, I'll get it I'll dig uh, it out. That's that's unreal. Not not mm. not as good as that. But my a friend of mine who works in a pub in Port's Head, one day just texted me out of the blue, and it was look who came into the pub today, and it was a picture of him with Warwick Davis, and I was I was full of joy. You know, like Warwick Davis is one of these people. Like I think he he's uh, people underestimate perhaps like. He's been in some like several of like the biggest film franchises in the world. Yeah, Willow. obviously Willow. <laughs> um, like, but he's in. Isn't he like one of the few actors that's in? He's in most of the Star Wars films. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's in. Yeah. He's in Harry. He's in Harry Potter as well. Yeah. Um, and he's got and he's got his own quiz show, which you know I kind of respect Tenable. him even more. So he had his Tenable. own sitcom. Yeah, tenable, yeah. Yeah, he did have a little sitcom. Life's Too Short has one of my favourite funny scenes with Liam Neeson trying to get into comedy. Yeah. It was yeah. so funny. <laughs> Good stuff. And man. I can confirm, Good stuff. Uh, as far as the conversation I had with him goes, very nice man as well. He seems really good. He, he, did a, he hosted an episode of Nevermind the Buzzcocks as well, and he like killed it. Like, he was so funny oh. in it. I miss Nevermind the Buzzcocks. That was a good show. Yeah, if you're listening, Warwick, thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, although I've got to say, I'm, I'm not convinced by the Irish accent. <laughs> Wait, what, what is that accent? <laughs> it was 93. He was a he was a young actor at the time, just cutting his teeth. Yeah. 
ignore the fact that uh, he'd been in Star Wars ten years uh, ten years prior. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was just a one-off. Uh, okay, so Leprechaun is a 1993 American horror comedy film written and directed by Mark Jones. It stars Warwick Davis in the title role and Jennifer Aniston in her film debut. Um, an evil, sadistic leprechaun goes on a killing rampage in search of his beloved <laughs> pot of gold. There you go. Uh, All right, so. There you go. That's <laughs> it. Nicely, <I> think. <laughs> that's it. That's okay. It. Uh, Letterboxd had a 2.3 rating. Rotten Tomatoes. 2.5? Rotten Tomatoes has 23% critic score. User score is 32%. So I don't think, I think the jury's still out. We aren't quite sure what people think of it. (laughs) But uh, it's uh, an interesting film, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, we know. Um, who's in it? Warwick Davis, who I think started his acting career. He won a competition, didn't he, to be in Star Wars? Did he be, win a competition? To be in Ewok, I think. Yeah, and then that's how his acting career started. Who's uh, so it says da- apparently David. Go on. He was originally cast as an extra Ewok, but when Kenny Baker, who was originally going to be Wicket, the main Ewok, fell uh, ill. Wicket. George Lucas picked Davis to be the new wicket after seeing how he carried himself as an Ewok. How he carried himself <laughs> as an Ewok. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm an Ewok, mate. He's got spunk. Uh, you head him into the role of wicket. You're moxie, kid. Get in there. You're the star. Jennifer Aniston uh, is in this. She won a competition. <laughs> to, be a, to be a final <laughs> yeah. girl. Maybe she did. Um She's pretty good. I think she's the best, the best actor, the best performance in this film. I thought she was, she sold it quite well. Uh, yeah. I would never consider Jennifer Aniston like um, a great actress. Sorry, but I think she's good, and I think she's as good in this as I've ever seen her in anything. I've never, you... I don't think I've ever seen. And she's still got oh, those Rachelisms. Like the seeds are there. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's that's an audition role that landed her all those millions of dollars from friends. I was going to say, Ben, I would I would have been like you. I would have probably said Jennifer Aniston, like very famous for Friends before I knew about the Leprechaun, and then probably fodder for like you know cheesy, cheesy you know perfectly serviceable comedies, possibly opposite Adam Sandler. Have you seen a movie called Cake that she's in? No, that is phenomenal. It's like Wait, a is this very rare plays? series. Like she's Go a on. woman who is like racked with like uh, like chronic pain. It's it's got comedy elements. It's a fairly dark drama, but it becomes a comedy. She is. We saw it on like one of those uh, secret screenings at the cinema where you just go and you know oh, yeah. whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, we were very surprised. She's excellent in it. Like um, I would like to see her do more serious stuff because she's actually very good. But, uh, but yeah, nothing compares to her stunning <laughs> debut. Like Started high, I'd say. Yeah. I think I like this than most episodes <laughs> of Friends that I've watched more. <laughs> uh, Ken Olant plays someone called Nathan Murphy. I don't know which one that was. Nathan is the the regular painter, the one that is neither yeah. Ozzy or the kid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And okay. then... Was it say on their van? Free dudes that paint or something like that. Does <laughs> it say something like that? What if one of what if you fall out with one of them? Yeah. You gotta get another I guess guy. Get a different dude, yeah. Uh, Mark Holton plays Ozzy Jones, who 
is the simple simple giant. He is basically uh, Mr. Tumble. Are you guys familiar with Mr. Tumble? Is that a kid's? Uh, familiar with his work, yeah. It's a kid's <laughs> thing where it's like a dude, a dude who looks a little just like that and dresses just like that, like in a in a, in a shirt with like polka dots and some dungarees. I'm pretty sure that was all he's wearing, right? Probably Aussie, does a bit of painting, Aussie doesn't Joe. he? A bit of crafts. Mr. Does a little bit of painting, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On the side, he's probably worth millions, but you know. Uh, who else have we got? Robert. There's Hyde the O'Grady, O'Grady, isn't there? Yeah, go on. Oh, uh, Robert High Garmin is Alex Murphy. Is he the Dennis the Menace type kid? Alex He's is the, the Dennis kid. the yeah, Menace yeah. kid, yeah. yeah. Nathan, Ozzy, and Alex, their names are the three dudes that paint in case anyone wants to hire them. Okay, yeah. Uh, who are the O'Grady? Oh, okay, yeah, the O'Grady's. Okay, they're like the precursors. Uh, so the kid, the kid from Leprechaun is also the, the kid. Is he the kid? Or he's, he's definitely in Mr. Nanny. What's I recognised him. Nanny? I was Mr. Like, oh. Mr. Nanny, Hulk Hogan. Mr. Vehicle. Nanny. Oh, my God. Is that what it is? The Hulk Hogan thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this, this kid... Of course, it's um, called the Nanny. Hulk, Mr. Nanny, yeah. <laughs> the Nanny is Fran Drescher and the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the sitcom. It's Mr. <laughs> Nanny. That's Hogan. Mr. Nanny. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, What's his name? Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and apparently Chris he's Hemsworth. bulking up. Bulking up to be bigger than Thor to play Hulk Hogan. Is Hulk Hogan bigger than Thor? I don't feel like he is. Who knows? Know. They're both fictional. They're both fictional characters. Moustache yeah. is bigger. Yeah. He's bulking up that That's moustache. why he's bulking up. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, um, so even though I watched this film last night, I've got to say, I'm not entirely sure. Sorry, I've, I've got you some like... notes here. I think my first note begins here with Dan hyphen rich with gold, fucked on whiskey, and that's how it begins. <laughs> yeah. So a limo yeah. pulls up outside a house, and we see a um, what we learn from when he speaks an Irish gentleman gets out. Daniel big... O'Grady. <laughs> yeah, Daniel O'Grady downs a big bottle of whiskey, and his wife is furious because he's meant to have gone to Ireland to scatter his mom's ashes. Only to post them back to her in in the, at their ranch. Dan quickly reveals that it's not his mother's ashes; it is in fact a leprechaun's gold. And he shows her that he's got a lot because oh, we're we're rich. Um, and his wife um, is having none of it, despite seeing the gold, and goes, "You are fucked on whiskey, Dan. I am going to go and get the kettle on." It was so cliche. Yeah. It was like an empty bottle of Jameson's whiskey that just yeah. rolled along the ground to show that he'd obviously, he's obviously pissed right up. His wife, who was billed only as Mrs. O'Grady. Doesn't have a first was, name. <laughs> oh, my God. It was ridiculous. I want, an, I want the backstory. I want a film, which is a prequel, to show us how he came. How did he come about? How did he get the gold? What's there is a there is a film called Leprechaun Origins that came out uh, like 2013. So that maybe that will uh, cover it next week, guys. Tune in. So yeah, he pretty much doesn't he like bury the gold pretty well, much straight he, away. He, so he like, nips off to hide the gold while his wife gets the kettle on, but uh, she hears a little whispery voice coming from Dan's suitcases going. I'm trapped in the suitcase. The suitcase. What did she think? What did she think that 
that Dan O'Grady's like come back and he's like trafficked a child or something. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's famous for going on this exact type of bender where you you know you go to Ireland and you post a kid back and you post your <laughs> mum's ashes and your gold and you turned up absolutely steaming. But she um she um she goes and opens Dan's suitcase. But oh no, it's not a suffocating child at all. It's the leprechaun. <laughs> it's the evil Warwick Davis leprechaun. So obviously not a standard looking leprechaun. This is like a horror leprechaun. He's all I like evil looking. I think the makeup's pretty good. It's a pretty nice, tasty looking leprechaun, that. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's got a lovely classic leprechaun suit. It does look his his outfit does look like he's just found it in a joke shop or something. Yeah, he has stripy socks. Look. He has little gold buckles on his shoes. <laughs> 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 a little hat. Got me gold. Um, so how how did this happen? I know he's magic. I know that, but how how did he get in there? Well, how did he get in? How did he get through customs? Well, he explains. Um, this is all you need to know. It's like that that Simpsons, you know, where the so you can't explain a wizard did it. Like the we come to it a little bit later when Dan, when he comes home in a bit, is furious to know how the leprechaun found him, and he does say, "The wee people, we have our ways." That's all. You, that's all you need that's to know. Yeah, yeah. The wee so, people. He, the wee people have their ways. So he's magicked himself over and um, he gives Mrs. O'Grady a bit of a fright and she um, takes a tumble. <laughs> I've watched that. Yeah, yeah. I had to watch that. But she stacks it down the stairs. She proper like concertinas herself on the, on the stairs <laughs> down into the basement. Um, and uh, the leprechaun, adding what some might say is insult to injury, goes and gets on on the tea that she's just bu- that she's just brewed up oh yeah he does he goes yeah. and he goes oh, oh, so she, has, she has a lovely cup of tea the dan comes back and um the leprechaun is imitating mrs o'grady's voice saying oh did you i won't do it or it'll be fancy all right. a lovely fancy yeah. a lovely pot of tea there <laughs> mr o'grady go, oh, where, just... where did you hide the gold dan did you and it was like you know what, Leprechaun, what you've done there, instead of turning that into taunting him, if you just kept up the charade to say, oh, where yeah. did you hide the gold? He might have told you. You know, put it in an old car. But no, you've, <laughs> you've, you've, you've blown it too soon, the Leprechaun, and you immediately taunt Dan O'Grady that you've pushed his wife down the stairs, broken, broken her neck and killed her, and then very insistently continue to ask for me gold. Yeah, yeah. That tea looks like it's been brewing <laughs> for yonks as well. Yeah. That's that's not going to be good that's tea. Gonna be, that's going to be stewed. There's going to be like that sort of not quite a skin because that's the milk, yeah. but you know, yeah. you see like almost oily patches but, on yeah. the top. Nothing to that. And um, it's still steaming like uh, crazy. It's like got dry ice in the teapot or something. <laughs> hasn't uh, Daniel O'Grady got a gun or something at this point? He does. He when, yeah. when he when he finds out the leprechaun has killed his wife, he is understandably furious, and he goes to his bedside cabinet in which he has two essential anti-leprechaun items. He has a four-leaf clover and a pistol. <laughs> Wait, is that even like... Is that a thing, that they don't like four-leaf clovers? I don't know if it's yeah. a thing for well, standard... It's associated. Um, I don't know if gets, they don't like it, but... He yeah. gets his four-leaf clover out and the leprechaun goes, oh, get it away! Um, which, <laughs> which gives Dan just the opening to shoot him. Shoot him! Shoot him! In inverted commas, dead. But then you get some nice ADR that says, "Your bullets won't stop me forever. I'll keep coming back." And um, 
but Dan's got an idea of this, and you see him lift up Warwick Davis in the basement and just waz him into a box. Um, he yeah. puts the four-leaf clover on top of the box and then nails it shut and says, ah, you'll be cursed. The, the power uh, of this four-leaf clover... About, about this four-leaf clover was that, like, a very small breeze could knock that four-leaf clover off of that box and it lasts yeah. there for 10 years. It keeps... Yeah. It keeps a leprechaun in place in his prison for 10 years. Are we willing to believe that there's not even a slight draft down in that basement that is not that four-leaf clover off? I'd sell a tape on the top, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Sell a tape I, it I, I'll get some bloody industrial top, strength yeah. tape. Yeah. 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 That's even better. I mean, That's even was, better. Once he was in there, Dan could have taken his time, but he doesn't. He drags his wife, he drags his wife up, the leprechaun cursing him, and he's been a right wind-up merchant. He's in the box. He's like, oh... Your wife right from a fall. Don't have a stroke, Dan. Don't do all this other stuff, Dan. Yeah. Don't, don't whatever you do, have a heart attack, Dan. Where's me gold, by the way, Dan? And he's harrying him. And he's trying to get the... And he's poured petrol all over the place, Dan has. And yep. he's going to burn the leprechaun up. But unfortunately, the matches go out and he has... Um, he's clutching his chest. So he's had some kind of... He's had some kind of heart attack. And the leprechaun... Is this because the leprechaun it. is really lucky? Like, why is it his powers? Has he made that happen? Or I always assumed uh, he just that Dan had just had a real stressful half hour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he and he was a bit. He had a lot of alcohol in his system as well. Yeah, he and he's just seen his caved. wife die, and he's yeah. just and he's just had a fight with a leprechaun. You know, what I mean, it's a lot. It's a big stressful situation yeah. for anybody. Every, I mean, anyone can, would have a heart attack at that point. A stroke. Yeah, we can only. Yeah. Assume, yeah, you could have that. The heart of. Of an Olympic athlete, of, of and you have a heart attack Maybe after all that. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't have a heart attack, something to be up. Yeah. You're not having a heart attack, are you? Well, I'm not. So then there's the 10-year skip ahead. Um, and then uh, Jennifer Anderson and her dad, who is very oh, like overly groomed, I think, for the kind of character that he, he looks like he's trying to play. I feel like he's... He's taken some. I mean, Andy, you, you groom your beard, sure, but this guy, like, I swear, he's done some serious manscaping on that face. He's he's got he's, he's got very designer stubble, hadn't he? He was yeah. a very like trendy yet rugged dad. Maybe explaining why his daughters turned out that way, right? Because he's yeah. yeah, he likes a bit of DIY, but she likes the luxury, which is what she's complaining about because she's not in LA, which is where she wants to be. She's yeah. in North Dakota. Is that only spiders? I didn't. That's a fucking tarantula, mate. That's the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a tarantula. <laughs> that's, 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 spi- that's a big spider. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, I wasn't necessarily getting father daughter vibes from them initially. I was like, it's the older man, isn't it? She's uh, she's cut off with the older dude. But no, father daughter. Uh, yeah. So they're going to the. They're renting the O'Grady farmhouse for the summer. Who set this up? You know what I mean, what, one of them's dead and the other one is like who set this up is like an airbnb but situation also, man, you, you, you're really shook. you say they're renting it for the summer not that they bought it because if they well, well normally it wouldn't be their responsibility this... to get the fucker painted if it was rented <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point it does say it does say this on wikipedia you know maybe i'm mistaken um but yeah they're ha- so yeah because they're getting the house repainted by nathan murphy who's like the i guess supposed to be the good looking younger one his 10 year old brother alex child labor there and also if they're called three guys that paint 
Are we willing to believe that this ten-year-old boy has got a stake in this in this painting company? <laughs> he comes across right. as having the most business acumen of the three. That's true. Maybe maybe he's older than he looks. Maybe he's the older brother. What's going maybe on there? He's is Nathan, a leprechaun. Is <clears throat> Nathan is doing one third of the work. Yeah, and he's got his ten-year-old brother Alex and a dim-witted guy. Well, he's described as dimwitted here. Maybe he's got some okay. sort of learning disability. Yeah. He's got these yeah. guys. And what he's doing there is he's screwing them over. He's taking most of the money. He's going, oh, what's that? Yeah, $5 for you, $5 for you. And he's, he's taking most of the funds home with him. Floating with the clientele. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is, where they, this is where they all meet, right? I'm, I've got on my notes here that um, painters featuring alien abductee and wisecracking kid and um, they're painting it. And my next note here is the most awfully painted house ever. They're painting it a combination of sky blue and red yeah, in a so really haphazard yeah. way. Yeah. It's like they're painting it like the American flag or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then, obviously, Ozzy at some point gets paint all over him as well. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's like a proper, like, wah, wah <laughs> moment. Like, you hear, like, <laughs> a crash outside. I think it interrupts some of their flirting because Jennifer Aniston's about to leave and then she bumps into the painter. He gives a... Like, I would say the tiniest bit of shit about um about being scared of spiders, and she's like, "Yeah, fine then. I'm going to stay here and renovate this whole house, even though my character would establish that that is not my thing at all." Yeah, yeah. she's and literally again. basically saying, in order in order to prove this guy wrong, she's going to go up against she's going to go against everything she currently stands for. Yeah, yeah. just to make a point. And again, it's, yeah. it wasn't a little spider. <laughs> It was, yeah, a hand. it was a huge, it was like a huge reanimated spider. corpse hand that's come to life and it's going to bite him. It's, yeah, it was, it was terrifying. I saw two yeah. spiders in here. They were like the daddy long legs one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm normally fine with them, but there was two of them, and they started to like caress each other's legs like they were like hands doing that it was really <laughs> creepy and it was upsetting it was very, so he yeah, very to, yeah he stormed out the house to get a hotel thankfully after a painter outside said let's get a bit of daddy long legs that you went <laughs> no scared. i'll be back in there <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> went, in there. went back in um 
and this is where like we encounter the leprechaun for the first time right so they decide that they're going that jennifer aniston um whose name i don't believe i've written down anywhere um she could just be jennifer aniston um so uh, she's gonna tory tory reading yeah tory is going to go back into the house to offer some lemonade to the to the painters as they also renovate the basement only for like a massive load of paint sheets to be dropped on her and it wakes up the leprechaun who's uh, asleep in the box yeah um yeah, and then at that so point, oh my god, he does. This his first thought, last thought before he goes to sleep. First, first thought when he wakes up. It's been and, ten um, years. And ten then, years. Get over the gold, mate. <laughs> you haven't had it for back. ten years. And um, and um, he opens up the leprechaun playbook, and he's right. How to get out of an enclosed space? And he was like, I've got a trick for that. I'll do a little kiddie's voice, won't I? <laughs> and um, and someone will get out. So then. In inverted commas, their words, not ours. Dim-witted painter Ozzy, after having a shower, um, having paint spilled on him, um, is just milling about in the house, and he hears a little voice from down the basement, like, "Please, sir, I'm locked in the basement. Who's there? I'm suffocating in this box." And he goes, "Oh, really? What's what's going on here?" And um, Ozzy doesn't open the nailed shut box. Um, he brushes the um, the four-leaf clover, which, as Luke has pointed out, has not blown off. Or, or simply perished in the air over the 10, over the 10%. <laughs> it has gone very brown, like, though. Yeah, it's super brown. Why does yeah. he brush it off? Surely you just, I don't know, you try and get into the box somehow. You wouldn't go, right, I'll get into this box in a minute. I'll brush this leaf off the top first. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Let's go. I'll get this weightless detritus off the top of the box before I try and open it. Um, but yeah, yeah, as soon as he's done that, the leprechaun, he knows all about it and he bursts out and he says things like oh Jack, the, the gold buckles on my shoes there and he wants to know um, he says oh that he's a shoemaker by trade, important fact this will be important later, remember that um, yeah. and he is desperate to know the location his words, of me gold and he <laughs> um, he, uh, he threatens Ozzy if you didn't tell me where me gold is I will bite your ear off and make have oh, some type of shoe item out of it, like make, uh, make a nice brogue, make a nice high top out of um out of his bitten off ear that he'll um. And Ozzy's terrified, isn't he? He, he tears out of the he tears out of the house, understandably so. But unfortunately, you've picked the one character in this film who, in his opening line of dialogue, talks about a time he was abducted by aliens. So no one believes him that he um that he's seen a leprechaun. I did. I did see a leprechaun. I did. Um, do you think if any of the other characters had, had claimed to see a leprechaun, do you think they wouldn't have said it, or do you think they would have equally just found them not credible in this situation? Are they just being biased say, against Ozzy? What would you say if you'd seen a leprechaun and you had to tell someone that this leprechaun was going to bite my ear off? What would you say to someone? I'd say there was a rotten little bloke dressed yeah. like a leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a rotten little bloke. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a crate and he smashed out a crate. Right? Uh, I think the four leaf clover pretended to be a kid. I'd be like, Are you all right? Uh, have you been drinking paint thinner down, <laughs> down there in the basement? That's this bottle of Jameson. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. An empty, a 10 year old bottle of empty Jameson just rolls down the, the garden path. But no, wow. whether the, the folks believe Ozzy or not, it's, um, it's, it's the leprechaun. Yeah. 
Um, oh, he does stop Ozzy escaping. When Ozzy tries to run away from it first, he does a little pose. A little yeah. bit of green magic makes the door close. But uh, Ozzy yeah. is only inconvenienced slightly. And he's able to open the door and escape. And he goes, oh, my powers are too weak. I'm going to need... My powers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> powers are too weak. My powers are too weak because I've been separated from me gold for, for, for too long. <laughs> but um, So we know that the leprechaun has a degree of magic powers, but can only use them. What does the leprechaun want with the gold? Does it want to spend it? Does it just want to have no. it in its possession? He's just, just like a covetous little little beast isn't he because he's on he's yeah. in the very very beginning scene isn't he about talking about how much he loves loves gold he's like my uncle who used to have like all these vhs videos where every every vhs you'd ever want to watch like robocop 2 and stuff and if you ever borrowed one he'd hound you until he got it back because he just liked to have his vhs videotapes he's he was yeah. exactly like that <laughs> what's your uncle look like yeah, quite short. Got a small man. <laughs> he is quite short. Sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, he is. He, he is quite leprechaun. Yeah. Does he speak in what some might claim was a fake Irish accent? No, but he does speak in. Me like videos. A... <laughs> me videos. I had a hundred videos here this morning. Now I got none. Ninety-nine. Sorry. Have you got Robocop? <laughs> It was Robocop 3, actually, and there was like, I wasn't even that keen on it. It wasn't very good. Robocop's got a jetpack in it. I know what you mean. <laughs> but he, he wants it back. He doesn't want to watch it. He just wants that in his collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure exactly how this happens, but Ozzy and the little kid, Alex, find the gold. They go like, to the bottom it- of the rainbow, don't they? Of course, Ben. Oh, yeah, rainbow. Textbook. Where do you find the golds? <laughs> Wouldn't the leprechaun just look out for a rainbow rather than go around asking? He should know this. He should know. <laughs> he doesn't he know. know the fundamentals of he this. He didn't read he? the instruction manual that came with the gold. He's no, like, so um, gold. you're right. You find, they, find, they find it in a wrecked, a wrecked car. You should have like an iPhone app. Find my gold. Yeah. Um, but he hasn't. So... Um, you're right, Ben. Ozzy and Alex find it in a in a wrecked car. We assume this is where Dan O'Grady hid it ten years previous before his heart attack. Um, and they they find it. Um, of course, knowing how to test if gold is real, Ozzy uh, goes to give it a bit of a bite. Fortunately, he bites it a little bit too hard and, and swallows one of the golden coins. I don't know how that would happen. I've no. <laughs> I have no idea how you could bite bite it wrong. <laughs> bite it. So everybody thinks I'm going to bite it with my very back tooth. Yeah. Okay. But then, like, there has to be like a sudden, like someone has to shock you, but you go, <gasps> like to you to do the in, inhalation did part. I, did you know? As soon as you did this, did you know exactly how this was going to be used in the plot later? Yeah. yeah. I, knew I feel like I just a, knew. A, I immediately a, just knew. A missing coin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there we go. <laughs> silly, silly Aussie. So they want, they're talking about keeping the money. So they stash it in this old well and they plot to keep it for themselves. Um, so they can get an operation to fix Aussie's brain. Yeah. That, that is, that is the plot to like a cartoon when like an this idiot is... character suddenly becomes, Oh, well, well to do. Hello. Of course. Well, I've had it all operational in the old noggin and now I'm, uh... <laughs> this bit, this bit made me sad though. Like, I don't know, maybe in the nineties, this would have been, 
I would have received it differently. In, but like, you know, the little boy, Alex, is like, oh, we can get an operation on your brain so people won't make fun of you so much. He was like, oh, people make fun of me. It's a genuine, oh, yeah. a genuine yeah. heartfelt, sad moment yeah. now. And it's like people, oh, well, because, oh, they don't make fun of you to your face, just behind your back. And I was like, probably would have been a joke at the time, but now this has made me deeply unhappy. Yeah. How, as Alex, a 10-year-old boy, ended up best mates with like a, a man in his late 30s, I'm assuming. I don't know. What do you think? A man in his late 30s with a learning disability, uh, dressed like Mr. Tumble, uh, not very good at painting houses, uh, was abducted by aliens. How have they crossed paths in life and gone, you know what? Friends. Friends forever. I think it's probably because Alex has been forced by his elder brother Nathan into into basically a work environment and um, a, a, an adult with, you know, more childlike qualities is probably the closest he has to a friend because he doesn't associate with any children his own age. So in many ways, is Nathan the villain of this story? I mean, at least the leprechaun is only is. obeying his nature. Who I would think have thought it would be the most philosophical discussion we've had? And it's about the leprechaun. <laughs> we'd need to find out, I think, if Alex was being paid a fair wage. Uh, even, though that's a, even though it is illegal, if he was getting a fair wage, I could kind of think. And if it was a summer only thing, I'd, I hope to think that Alex hasn't been taken out of school just for this. It looks quite it is the summer holidays. It is the summer holidays. Because they get they're there for the summer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And maybe all of that his friends true. are maybe all of his friends are away at summer camp. And he's but saving just to up be sure. for uh, Mega Drive Two or whatever. Yeah. yeah, this is how he's going to pay for it. Yeah. If anyone, if any listeners are from North Dakota and an expert on labor laws in the nineties, do get in touch. Um, yeah. On the socials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be interesting to find that out. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's off to get him uh, an operation, and then we return to the um, to the main to the main scene where um, Nathan and Tori are doing their house painting again, having you know ridiculed um, Ozzy and Alex are running off after towards the end of the rainbow, and um, we see another sign of the times where Tori assumes that from underneath the car. Nathan is caressing her leg oh, yeah. and she gives like a sort of a fake Nathan oh, yeah. sign over the yeah. sign over the times like stop stop touching me up and then he cut then he steps out of the house along with her with her dad and he's like she suddenly panics um it's the leprechaun caressing her leg by the way and as yeah. um and as she panics he, he gives her a scratch um they run to a raid and um she points out like oh like, like, this is probably just a cat or something. They went, no, no, I know what it feels like when a man caresses my leg. And the dad is like, yeah. do you? <laughs> you do? <laughs> the dad goes, oh? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> then also, they, they that's a weird they... way to flirt. You just hide under a yeah. table. <laughs> you know I, would, I, would, I would go to that point and, until, until the leg caressing. It had been going quite well, you know. These was... days it's all Tinder, but back back when we were growing up, it was all under the table, uh, ankle stroking. Yeah. <laughs> ankle stroking. And, and, and if they don't like it, pretend to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> pretend to they be a cat away. scratch and then run round the back of the house. Hide the tree. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, oh, so no, um... what me, mate? No, no, no. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't a cat, it was a leprechaun. They think they've seen the cat hidden, hidden in a hollowed out tree. So Dad, in um, you know one of his final appearances in the film, despite not dying, um, he um, he reaches into oh, the hollowed yeah. out tree to, to get why, the, this, to get, to why get the would cat. this be a good idea? Does it is, yeah. cats? What cat would react good to like a giant hand reaching a into giant this hand? Hand <laughs> reaching to... <laughs> Yeah, but um, unfortunately, even a worse thing than a cat biting you is if I were a leprechaun in a tree. Yeah, that bite's right. pretty gnarly. And everyone's like, yeah. oh, that cat's yeah. bit you. And I'd be like, that cat's got human teeth. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, as the, the whole gang gets together and they take, they take Dad to the hospital, um, Ozzy and Alex use this opportunity to take their coins into the the, 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 the pot of gold into town mm. to have a local shopkeeper? Re- reliable pawn shop owner. Yeah. To see if the gold is pure. We also do get a leprechaun who follows them on a tricycle, and the footage of him on a tricycle has been sped up, obviously, to a ridiculous degree, just to make it more fun, I yeah. guess. <laughs> there is There is an awful lot, and we'll come to a few of these. There's a fair amount. This is like the opposite of um, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. They talk about how much of their the show in there was filmed in slow motion. A good twenty yeah. percent of this film is is sped up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the episodes like, weren't long uh, enough. What, what, the episodes were too short. <laughs> so we had to is it like, slow it down. <laughs> is it trying to make him look like a little bit otherworldly, supernatural? Um, I think it looks funny. I think it's funny. Yeah, I just think it looks funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it must have been trying to make the leprechaun scary. I guess they weren't trying to make it too funny. I think they were trying to go for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, that kind of level of like yeah. humour horror. Uh, but yeah. uh, I don't know. Did they pull it yeah, up? This is, this is going for the critters market, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the, yeah, that type of thing. We have quite bloody, gory violence, but then outright slapstick moments. And this is the first of many fast motion leprechaun vehicles. I think he has about five over the course of the film. We'll check the other stuff as we go. Yeah. But he is straight off after them into town. So you're right. The um the two two of your three dudes that paint nip to the pawn shop um to get an opinion on the gold. And the uh the pawn shop owner, you know, says, Oh if it's pure gold, they're worth about hundred quid each. If there's historical value Oh, who knows? Sky is the limit. Sky's the limit. And he goes, oh, do, you mind if I, do you mind if I keep one of these and do some more study of it overnight? Because I, you know, like as a as a general pawn shop owner, a shop that appears to sell toys largely as well. Yeah, it's probably going to mean I'm going to need like um, I'm going to need like twenty minutes to sit and have a read of this after hours. So um, they he gives them a receipt and he keeps it in his safe and the guys go off to join the other two for dinner unfortunately though as they step away literally it's it's almost immediate right they go to leave and he goes (laughs) right now i've closed now i will have a look at the coin oh yeah so he's getting it out of the safe where's he putting it maybe he's going to put it maybe he's going to put it in so those leprechaun would just have it wouldn't he but yeah but he opens the safe another one from the leprechaun playbook he's in a tight he's in a tight item that someone opens up so there he is in the safe and um 
he gives the leprechaun, not the leprechaun, he gives the pawn shop owner's arm a bit of a bite and leaves him writhing in agony on the floor, snatches the coin, he goes, me coin, and takes it off him. Um, <laughs> That's me coin. If the leprechaun can like, sense his gold, which obviously he can because he's followed them all the way to the pawn shop, how could he have not sensed Ireland it when it was just like... North Dakota. From, yeah, how could he not have sensed it when it was like in a car... In a dilapidated car outside the house, he's like, "Where's that bloody gold? I ain't got a clue." Maybe yeah. if you notice, you notice after they find the single coin in the car, then the rest of the bag just materializes in a way yeah. that is never addressed by anyone. Maybe he cannot that's find true. the bag of coins when it's invisible. Maybe that's the subtle law of the leprechaun. Yeah, the subtle yeah. law of the leprechaun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so then he kills the pawn shop owner, doesn't he? How does he kill him? He just gets up. Pogo he sings a, yes, he pogo sticks on him while doing a a, a modified uh, version of Nick Nick Paddywhack give a dog a bone. Um, yeah, singing this old lap, and he and he pogoed on his lung, um, but yeah. cut his face uh, yeah. quite badly while while pogoing on his chest somehow. But um, <laughs> he, he, po- he, he oh, there's the bit. This is the one bit of slow motion as he's pogoing towards the shop. He's like, no, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, po- he oh, pogo's, no! pogo's all over him um, and then as he walks away for me one of the lines of the movie here where you know mentioned it's important that he's a shoemaker he has a quick peek and then he goes God, dirty shoes now and he gives him a little gives his shoes a little clean again I didn't he's know that a was rag. a thing about leprechauns that they were cobblers I did not know that that was a you know, a known yeah. thing about them. Yeah, maybe it's just this one. I, 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 I looked it up. Apparently, it's or... their, that's their that's their job. They're fairies who are cobblers and bankers. Bankers, that's because the gold. Yeah, and he counts that gold up pretty quick later on. Where's my gold? <laughs> uh... um, so yeah. Meanwhile, the others have a fairly uneventful scene where they have a little bit of an argument about um, about Tories. Um, Slightly hypocritical vegetarianism because she still wears leather shoes, um, and she wants a she wants a salad. But then, by and large, with Dad safely in hospital and oh, out God. of the plot. Sorry, the the worst, the most horrible moment is maybe that thing that guy's eating. It's like, meatloaf. It's gross. Yeah, it's like it what, does look horrible, doesn't it? Yeah. I thought it was a chocolate pudding. Like it had like, it a, like a sack of shite. <laughs> it was a chocolate sack of shite. It did not. <laughs> think, uh, maybe the meatloaf itself is fine. I think the gravy yeah, is a bad that? consistency. What was that? That wasn't gravy, was it? It. I, it, I don't know. It's it's bad gravy. It's like vel- it was velvety. <laughs> it looks it was like all skin. It was all skin. They had a pot of gravy on, on the boil at the back for a couple of couple of weeks before they decided <laughs> to spoon it onto the... That's to roll it out of the uh, pan. Get it onto the meat. Like. It's like Play-Doh gravy. It's no good. Yeah. Oh, that's enough now. That's enough. I did have a little bit of a little bit of a gag at the fall of that. A bit, a bit gippy. Um, <laughs> but so the family, the the gang all head back to the back to the ranch. No one's going to stay with their dad in hospital. It's just like, well, see you in the morning, Dad. He's um, lucky, if anything. He's he's completely out, out of the. He's completely out of yeah. it now. The next morning, he's, he's going to go. What happened last night? What? Yeah. You never guess what. <laughs> But you know who's going to get ahead of them in another bit of fast motion action? The leprechaun has taxed a ton of stuff from that shop and he's driving back in a little go-go Power Wheels. 
back down back down <laughs> to the ranch. Oh, yeah, he gets pulled over by the cop, doesn't he? Well, he gets pulled yeah. over by the cops. This this is absolutely bizarre. The cop who, you know, uh, I know I know he's not necessarily a detective, he's a deputy, but he first mistakes him for a child. Are you old enough to be driving? He's like, I'm six hundred years old. And then he immediately goes that like, oh fucking A. And he like, makes fun of it. So if you think he's a kid, you probably wouldn't be horrible to him. And he's like not nice to make fun of the leprechaun. He's like, oh, so you're a leprechaun now. Right, smart ass out of the car. Um, and the leprechaun gives him a gives him a face grab. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing yeah. to his face. He just keeps just keeps Co- grabbing it. <laughs> it just covers it in work. covers it in like a raspberry jam. Yeah. <laughs> just that jam all over his hands, just shoving his it's like, face. It's like that yeah. tango advert where he goes this <laughs> face. You know what the guy should have done, which we all did when we were kids, if you get someone's hand on your face? You lick the palm. You lick the palm. <laughs> yeah, and he'd go, oh! <laughs> um, but he doesn't think of that. Um, oh, I guess he showed himself not to be the brightest dep- deputy. But um, he does a... Um, what is usually... Maybe this is really challenging the gender stereotypes of um, late 80s, early 90s films. We see a male character... Stumbling and running into the woods while pursued by a Luckily. by a killer. Yeah, um, and um, he he sort of does a lot of like peekaboo behind the trees, um, and I then find that kind of funny when he was like, "I'm over here, oh, I'm over here." I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, but after the, after the guy, like he stopped his spirit, he fires all of his bullets at him, and then he sits down and like goes, <sighs> despite the fact I've not gone any further away from where the leprechaun just was. I am safe. I am safe. <laughs> but the leprechaun then jumps out of the tree and breaks his neck. Yeah. Like quite a, like um like a Black Widow from the Marvel movies type of move, right? <laughs> he jumps around his head and like twists him. <laughs> um, <laughs> um Yeah, and then he gives him like a little quip and then my notes here say kills deputy, comma, then wrecks cereal cupboard. He then heads on back to the house. And um, it turns out that when they came away to this cabin for the wind for the for the summer, the dad packed in quite a wide variety of cereals um, for just the two of them. (laughs) And he's got them some Lucky Charms, which he conveniently eats and then spits out. Not a fan. He knows his daughter can be really fussy, so he's like, "I don't want to make sure breakfast time is a completely uh, (laughs) is a completely safe space for her." I've got waffles. I've got Golden Grahams. I've got Golden Grahams. Yuck. Yuck! No watercress no. salad. Yeah, that's what she wanted—a yeah. watercress salad. Watercress, sal- watercress salad and a mineral water. Well, I'm eating this bloody gravy and a milk meatloaf. <laughs> lovely, lovely. veganism. <laughs> Shove it! No, he's not a fan. What's his attitude? So they're debating it while they while they get back, only to return to find the cereal cupboard wrecked, but all the shoes neatly arranged and cleaned on the on the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they walk in and establish that they've probably been um, been burgled. Um, and this is the bit that that, that gets me. So they, they've been they've been they've had the house turned over. No one believes there's a leprechaun or anything anything going on awry. I forget what they surmise that the um, disturbance has been. But it, Nathan nips on outside to investigate a noise, only to step on a bear trap. And the leprechaun just to rather unceremoniously reveal himself and go, here, got you. And he's dancing around him going, 
caught you in a bear trap, caught you in a bear trap. P.S. Where's me gold? Um, Does not he bite like nibbles his shoulder or something? He's he's having a bite at him. But this is the bit where literally I've made in a here. This is like team beatdown. Like everyone just runs out. And despite the fact they're quite scared of him later on, at this point, they all just run outside and beat him up. Like Jennifer Aniston like twats him in the face with a stick. Nathan just punches him. They're all like giving him a kick in. And then Jennifer Aniston grabs, or the kid, Alex, grabs a shotgun from the from the from the from the, the painter's truck where they keep a shotgun. And they um they they blast him and he falls off into the bushes. And he does like proper like dead fall, doesn't he? Like they obviously replace Brooke Davis with the dummies, but he just like goes. To be fair, he ends up on his ass a lot. There are loads of times where he's on his ass, or he's like, "Is he dead?" I'm just scrolling down a second on Wikipedia. Apparently, he does have a name, the leprechaun. Did you miss this? What's his name? Oh, I think he has a name in some of the others. They mention it. What's his name? Lubdan. <laughs> Lubdan the leprechaun. Lubdan the leprechaun. <laughs> what on earth? Lubdan the leprechaun, and it's uh, yeah, still Lubdan the leprechaun in in a uh, number two. It's not a very catchy name, is it? Maybe that's Daniel O'Grady. Just... Daniel O'Grady. Daniel O'Grady's a bit. That's a better leprechaun name. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> um, so he eats shit and he gets he gets knocked out very briefly after their team beat down. Um, but then because Nathan's caught a bear trap to the leg, they're going to go back to the hospital. They're probably going to be thinking things of you there. That same group of people turn up with yet another injury. But um, the leprechaun is, again, he's got into an enclosed space. He's got into the engine, has chewed it all up so they can't they can't start the <laughs> truck. Um, and then he gets yeah. out. And despite the fact they've all beaten him up earlier on, now he's got him on the ropes. He, he goes in and he yeah. bites Ozzy's ear um, and then quickly runs off. Make after a little Gen- Dodgem car. Thing. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, um, a little, a little go-kart, doesn't he? Jennifer Anderson fends him off by burning him with a cigarette with a cigarette lighter from the truck. Yeah. And he, he cops oh, yeah, it right. right in the nose and he runs inside and you hear like like engineering noises. He's doing like a Mr. T where he's building like a little go-kart, <laughs> which he then tears out of the barn in and hits them with such force that it flips their car. He's also got like a little yeah. horn on the on the little go-kart. Like he had, he had yeah. to build that as well. It plays the Kikaracha or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did a genuine love when it sort of knocked the car flying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Good time. Yeah, Good he, time. he knocks them over. He knocks over the car. He flips them. They all abandon ship and run back into the house. They chop off his arm with a door because he's... You ever done that? You ever, your mum and dad ever, wor- ever warn oh, you about yeah, that when you're a kid? Oh, don't, don't chase and slam doors on each other, kids, because... Apparently, doors in standard residential houses have edges so sharp they could sever your hand. Um, because <laughs> they, they, they chop his hand up in the door and his hand crawls up and like gives him the finger and then lets itself back out um, and he reattaches it. And then he, that. Does, then he does a bit of magic. Um, he does a bit of um, like magic appearing. Like they sever his hand, and then he's. Oh, is this yeah. where the the guys the guys reveal that his gold they have got it, 
So maybe they could maybe yeah, they could just so. yeah. give it back to him. So yeah. And then Tory goes and gets the bag of gold from the well, gives it to Leprechauni. Uh, and then they pretty much think that's it, don't they? They're like, right, we're giving him his gold back. And I think we everyone watching is remembering that one bit of gold in Ozzy's stomach at this point. We're like, oh, it's not gonna be as easy as that. And then we do get a scene where the leprechaun is counting the gold. 96? Oh, yes, so very nice. 97? Oh, brilliant, yes. 98? You can <laughs> like, see at that point, there's less than two left. <laughs> yeah, yeah less than two left. He must be able to see. 99? Uh, what? Ah, <laughs> oh. And he's just as angry about that one coin being missing as he was when it was all missing. Yeah, he's furious. Unfortunately, though, now... He has more magic because he has most of his gold. Yeah. So, so, so his, he's, he's his magic done, is... He's, do, he's Doctor Strange now. Yeah, his magic is out the wazoo now. He's He's got quite a, he's got quite a lot of magic. I think at the point where, where Tori gives him the magic is where he... Where, not the magic, where, he gives, where she gives him the gold from the well is where we get the, the classic line of the movie with, I'm the leprechaun, which is like, yeah. here's, I, which is his I am Batman moment, I guess. And... <laughs> What later, I'm the leprechaun, bitch. Yeah, this is where I um. This was my first encounter with the film because I think many years before I saw the leprechaun, in the actual nineties, I'd seen Wayne's World too, where he does his impression of it. You know, where it's on Wayne's World and he's like, "I'm the leprechaun," and it's like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, now he's very magic and he. He's appearing in all the different cupboards and, and teasing them. Um, he's popping out of the cupboards and they're all trying to take shots at him with a shotgun. He's putting yeah. his hand out the out of the kitchen drawer and grabbing uh, grabbing a fistful of balls from, from Nathan. He's um, making a, a tiny little hand appear out of the phone and oh, caressing Freddy style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out the Freddy playbook. Uh, he, he does get shotgunned quite a few times and every time he goes down with like no visible wound... There's no visit like if you just shotgun someone, there'd be a big hole in him or like at least something. But it's it's, just, is he dead? Green, bit of green paint. Yeah, yeah, he's dead now. He's dead. Literally nothing on him. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> dead. Just been ragdolled. He's proper like Toy Story, is it? Like when Andy's coming into the room, shoot him. He's just like yeah, for a minute. <laughs> That's it. This again. This again. I love this. Um, but yeah, they um, he's all over the place. He's he's tricking them, and then. How do they discover the shoe thing? Does someone just throw a shoe at him? Oh, I'm actually not sure how they discover it. I don't know. Did, is it this stage that they start throwing? Yeah, doing this, the shoes. This is they, where yeah. they start wazzing the shoes out into the garden, and he he keeps going back and having to collect it to clean it because yeah. they're they're taking advantage of a compulsion that he has, as any trained cobbler would. If you go into a um, any cobblers, if you get yourself to a Timpsons, um, one that does shoes and keys, you you can tell what type of training they've had. If you just go in there and waz a shoe in, they'll have to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I did like this. Stop this was funny because he kept... Oh, oh, he just going over to him going, oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was, crack- I was properly, properly cracking up at this bit. I want- it lasted... About 30 seconds. I could have easily taken 10 minutes of it. It was great. It was Just great. Full, Like a full-length movie about his shoe cleaning. Um, but yeah, oh, he, he goes fantastic. and gets that done. It's made me think, though, 
if he earned all of his gold from shoe cleaning in Ancient Ireland, maybe he kind of deserves it. If that's his savings, yeah. someone yeah. took my savings, I would be angry. He'd be annoying. And you'd be annoyed. And, and what bite is, him. What is the meaning of this film, really? What is the the, the core metaphor? Do you think? Now, now you're getting into it, Luke. Now you are getting into it. Uh, don't be stealing anyone's gold. Are we, are we the leprechaun in this? I don't know. We were the leprechauns all along. The le- yeah. We're the leprechauns, and the, everyone else who steals his gold, that's taxes. That's the yeah. government they're taxing the government. us. Yeah, yeah. In many ways, maybe they're both the evils because it's the leprechaun corporations. Everyone wants the money. They all they all want it. He's not thinking about True. how we could have benefited his community with that money. Like he could have supported Ancient Ireland and things, you know, a lot of people would have had an easier time. But yeah. um, but he just stole it all away. He doesn't want anyone else to have the money. Yeah. In many ways, the leprechaun gives us all a lot to think about. When you point that finger at someone, you've got to think about those three fingers <laughs> went right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we get. I don't think we get this deep into it, to be fair, on this review, but there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah. There we go. At this point, while the leprechaun's cleaning shoes, the guys realise that Dan O'Grady, he ain't dead. You might know something about this. He, um, yeah. He And he is just at having had a stroke. He's in a mental asylum for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> had a stroke and he's. I guess his wife him. was dead and he was found having had a heart attack, absolutely fucked out of his face on whiskey with a dead wife and ranting about a leprechaun. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's in the asylum, not because he had a stroke. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so they, um, so Jennifer Aniston gets in the operational car. I don't know why they don't all go if they've got an operational car, but um, she yeah. gets on the way um, to visit Dan O'Grady at the mental asylum. The leprechaun gets another vehicle and this time follows her on roller skates in fast motion. Oh, yeah. So this is number four, the fourth type of um, vehicle or, or method of tran- transport that he's that he's adopted. Yeah, there's one to go, and I think the the last one might be the winner. Um, so yeah, he he roller skates after um, after Tori here, but um, you know he's not quite as quick on those ones. So she does get to the hospital, we think, ahead of him. Thankfully, the security guard at the at the asylum is fast asleep and just has a big clipboard that says like room numbers on it in front of him. Yeah, um, and so, where everybody is, very nice, very handy. <laughs> she can take that. Him. And Tori runs off to visit Dan O'Grady's room and finds him facing away from the window. Um, and um, she comes in and she able is is to is to you know beg for his help and says, "Oh, Mr. O'Grady," and he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Like <laughs> the, 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 the leprechaun's back. Like, oh, and he and Dan O'Grady says, "Oh, there's only there's only one way to defeat him." But I'll never tell what it is. Yeah, so, yeah. Why won't you? And he's like, because I want me gold. And he turns around and <laughs> It's not done. Because I want me gold. Just one coin left. I just want one coin. <laughs> and it's not Dan O'Grady at all. It is, of course. We've all been tricked. It's the leprechaun. And he is fully disguised it's as love, Dan O'Grady. It's love, it's love Dan. Yeah, it's love Dan. Uh, he's fully disguised as him. He's really committed to it. He's got a wig. He's not wearing his hat. He somehow appeared as a fully as a fully sized man by bulking himself up <laughs> like rags. And um, 
it then begins the final leprechaun vehicle, the wheelchair. And uh, it chases her through the corridors of the hospital into the lift. She's able to close the doors just in time. And then as we're moving, the real Dan (laughs) O'Grady falls out of the rafters. Yeah. Why is he up there? How did he get up there? The leprechaun stuffed him up there. (laughs) Why? Imagine imagine that, right? Imagine you'd had a stroke and all this leprechaun shit been happening. <laughs> ten, ten years you've been dealing with this. You ten finally said that people, he's not real. That's exactly what happened. And then one, yeah, and then you're sat there one evening, just chilling, and it suddenly just turns up and goes, I want to be gone! <laughs> Get in the ah! chat. shoves you very carefully so as not to damage the lift itself but precariously balanced above the the lift so he falls down he is not dead he has just enough energy to tell that you've got to get a four leaf clover from the clover patch which is by the house (laughs) and um and you've got to get it on him it's like that's what it is like on him do you like just place it on him do you wave it in his face yeah, I like, guess you can do also, it. Also, Dan, if you've known this, unless it's a revelation you've had in the ten years since that, since your error, like why didn't you put it on him? Because you had him in that box, dead. You could have just gone on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he just yeah. put it on the box. I think he panicked, didn't he? Yeah, he, he had a, he, he, he was drunk as well, as we know. Uh, he just tanked right up, and uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, uh, with this information. Tori is able to outrun the leprechaun, get back in the car and head back to the head back to the ranch while he pursues her in his wheelchair. Um, she she's she she gets back. Oh, I also had a note on this one that when O'Gra- when Dan O'Grady falls out of the lift, go back and watch this. Um, folks listening at home, there are literally a plethora of tears on Jennifer Aniston's face at that point. They've clearly gone wild with the effect. She's, she's got about 10 tears escaping down yeah, her right. face as, she's, um, as this happens. Um, on the way back, Jennifer Aniston, Tori, she sees a police car. Um, oh, forgot to mention that Ozzy has, of course, phoned the police. Um, they didn't believe him because um, it's Ozzy and he phoned up about Bigfoot the previous week. He is so. Uh, ah, Tory's also okay. tried to phone the police, but um, the leprechaun was pretended to be in. Boy, that cried Bigfoot. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the leprechaun has pretended to be the policeman that he's murdered on the radio, so no more police are coming. Jennifer Aniston sees a police car, only to find the policeman dead and the leprechaun attacks her, but she puts his eye out with a baton. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, she got oh, it. Yeah. Got and he, him. And he takes the the cop's eye and pops it in his uh, pops it in his own. Yeah, yeah. yeah a concept yeah. which that would could... be entirely used in Jeepers Creepers fifteen years later. Oh yeah. yeah, that that is exactly how eyes work as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then when Tori gets back to the farmhouse, she basically just goes to the four, the clover patch, which is just there on the ground, and she starts searching for a four leaf clover. And I felt like it was a uh, a, a hopeless endeavor already at this point, but then she gets to a point where she's like, "Oh, it's not, never going to find one." She it's, loses her temper with Ozzy. That's what's, Aussie. what's oh, so Aussie. magic about them, Ozzy. <laughs> she loses her temper. Uh, I'm fed up with you, mate. Fed up with it. <laughs> I've never found one, and I've always looked 
whenever I've been sat down and I've seen some clovers, I've always looked and never ever found one before. Have you? Yeah. Are they it's, real? it's because they're supposed to be supposed to be rare. You shouldn't be able to just go and look for one and immediately find one if there was a bloody uh, leprechaun after you. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe you're yeah. um, so Ben yeah. and Luke. Maybe you've never found one because much like Ozzy says um, when uh, yeah. when Tori's had a go at him is that you you've you've lost your faith. You're not believing. Ozzy, in many ways, is the parappa the rapper of his his generation because he is a big advocate. He's a big advocate, and that you've got to believe. And, and yeah. then that's all it takes to be the parappa the rapper of any yeah. movie you, or you, game. You've got to believe that. whether it's yeah. whether it's learning karate or finding a four leaf clover. You've 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 got to yeah. believe. And um, when she says that, quite unconvincedly, she like goes, oh. Fine. She's literally sitting there with a finger up to Ozzy. Go, fine, Ozzy. I believe. And then immediately <laughs> finds me. And, Yeah, uh, that's how does. it works. Um, meanwhile, uh, Alex has gone off and got himself in a spot of bother because he has, you know, he hasn't done much in the plot for a while. So has gone to set up a bear trap to try and catch the leprechaun. But the leprechaun's onto him and is about to shove his face into it when the others come and find him. Yeah. yeah. Ozzy reveals that he, yeah, Ozzy yeah, reveals that he has swallowed it. the bloody coin. So the leprechauns, he's he's very happy that he's got it, but immediately takes the gold buckle off his shoe and starts slashing, slashing Ozzy right up. Yeah, this is pretty brutal. Poor dude. We get uh, old Dennis the Menace using his Dennis the Menace powers. He gets the slingshot out. It's a, it's a cool little cool little idea, I think. I mean, how, how he kind of wads up the four-leaf clover. In some chewing gum. And then says, Classic. Hey, you. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. And then fires the um, fires the, the projectile of four-leaf clover and chewing gum into the, leprechaun, uh, into the leprechaun. And it gets right in his gob. And he starts to melt like stripe at the end of Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah, this is why yeah. you shouldn't swallow gum. But no, I'd say that's exactly why. I mean, his, his quite... stomach's going to be a little bit full for seven years at least having <laughs> swallowed that gum. It's a pretty cool effect. I think it's maybe the best effect in the whole film, him dying. It's uh, mm. his face kind of melting away. And then he falls into the into the well. Or... Falls into the yeah, well. Yeah, well, he, turned, he, he comes back as like a sort of skeleton not so long after it, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and says, I then they burn, they burn the well. <laughs> I want me <laughs> yeah, to be now, they, he's, now he's got none of the gold again. But they burn him. They, you're right. They they burn him up. Do they? Who has the gold at the end? They don't just burn they him up. They it. blow up the well. Like the well completely explodes. Yeah. What do they throw down there? Like, do they have do they have petrol or is it is it paint thinner from their paint? It's like truck? it's like it is like petrol. I think I think they use that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where his gold is. Girl. I mean, still in Aussie. Lord, what is he? Where's me gold? <laughs> I guess it's yeah, just... they've got at least one gold coin left, even if the others were in the leprechaun's pocket when he fell into oblivion. They've still got the one in Ozzy's tummy. I've just remembered that uh, Dan, yeah, Daniel O'Grady, he said he won or he got the gold fair and square. Like, would he have made some sort of deal or like played? We said he he caught the leprechaun and made him show his where showed it, show him where the gold was. Um, yeah. If the I, Leprechaun Origins doesn't contain this, then we should really look to acquire the rights <laughs> ourselves and make this. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it says the authorities arrive at the end. If I remember that, I remember the dad, the dad coming back. Yeah, the dad's coming back. What's going to happen there? Yeah, that's my cereal. <laughs> my cereal. Could have had a breakfast at the hospital. If like I, I specifically, the nurse came round and they said, "Oh, do you want some breakfast?" Uh, I got uh, my... and, uh, I, honestly, I put I packed for the summer. I've got waffles. I got. I got uh, I got Fruit Loops. I've got other cereals that are available in this country. Lucky Charms, the works, all gone. Um, so we've got some trivia. I've got like an extra one that I was I wasn't going to do, but I'll throw it because at the end I'm not going to because I don't quite know the answer. But maybe maybe you can tell me. Um, so number one is what was the brand of the cereal that the leprechaun ate from and then threw away in disgust? So them them Lucky was- Charms. Well, it, it says Lucky here charms, yeah. um, that they didn't use Lucky Charms in the end. Uh, they replaced the brand name with an obvious spoof. But I don't. I thought they were Lucky Charms. I didn't see what they actually were. And it was because the General Mills, I guess, is the cereal people who make the cereal. Yeah. Uh, they gave the permission, but then revoked the permission because they didn't like the film or yeah. something like that. Um, so they also changed yeah. the kid's line at the end from your look just ran out to fuck you, Lucky Charms. As a sort <laughs> yeah. of, uh, it did strike case. me as a weird line, but that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, what was the, the what was the obvious spoof called? I don't know. I I was gonna um, take a look, but um, I, I assumed it was Lucky Charms, just because you know maybe this is also an important lesson about trademarks that actually the color and and font is as important as the name <laughs> itself. Because my yeah. brain's doing all that work. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, Lucky Charms. It was only when I saw the trivia that, but it didn't say what it what they changed it to. Mucky charms, that'd get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, number two. Which big time Hollywood director got special thanks credit in the movie and why? Um, George Hollywood. Lucas for giving Warwick Davis winning that competition? Uh, well, it was George Lucas. Uh, he received oh, special well. thanks credit because Warwick Davis was under contract to him and he gave. Uh, Davis' permission to use his Warwick in the movie. <laughs> you could use my Warwick for this one, yeah, but make sure every time he's on the screen, he's sped up. <laughs> yeah, I have the rights to him at regular speed. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, right. <laughs> the next few questions are going to be fact or fiction. I'm going to give All you right. a thing, a, a, a fact or a fiction about leprechauns. You need to tell me if it's if it's true or false. Uh, number three. So, uh, leprechaun. The word means small body in Middle Irish. Fact or fiction? Um, I'm gonna say, say fact. Fact. Let's say fact. Why not? Small body. True. Yeah, it is in fact uh, means small body in, in Middle Irish. Um, next one. Leprechauns are real. Fact or fiction? Well, that's definitely true. We we watched the film, right? <laughs> Come yeah, on, Luke. I, there are there's a series of eight or nine documentaries about <laughs> leprechauns through history. Um, We've seen yeah. him in the hood and twice. That's definitely not fiction. The hood, space, yeah. um, cool. two. <laughs> true. It is in fact facts. Leprechauns are real. Okay, last one. Uh, no, it's it is in fact fact. <laughs> what do you never get? Oh, this, this isn't a fact. This is a question. What do you never get with leprechauns? Um, uh, 
You never get blue. Dirty shoes. Green. Dirty shoes, yes. <laughs> That's a much better answer. There, there is that. But uh, you never get women. There's no such thing as female leprechauns. They just don't exist. The males do, but the females don't. What did apparently. you what did you Google what did you Google to find out that? Just facts about leprechauns. <laughs> just Google Lady Lepre- <laughs> Google female female leprechauns. leprechauns for Zero ages. results. <laughs> Zero <laughs> results. Zero hits on female leprechauns. You dirty boy. Okay. Um, oh, I just realized, yeah. I I'm outraged that I didn't get that one because I think the leprechaun seeking a wife is the the fundamental plot point of either number two or three. Yeah. Maybe two. Ah, interesting. Okay. I think it's number two. I, I just had, I just took a look, and uh, yeah, number two. Bride of um, Okay, last one. Keep back me gold. Uh, finish the tagline. The look of the Irish. Blank, blank, blank. Has the run out. The Irish. Oh, that's very good. The luck of the Irish. Um, the. Uh, give me back my gold. <laughs> <laughs> The look of the Irish wants me gold. Uh, yeah, it just ran out. The look of the Irish just ran out. Ah, oh. in a little car. <laughs> <laughs> in a little car, just ran out on rollerblades. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, well done. You got them all right. Uh, we need to rate the film now. Oh, I don't know what. I think you guys this is... might go in a bit higher than me. I don't know. You seem really. <laughs> this is into a difficult <laughs> because, like, it was it was really entertaining. It did make me want to watch the other films, like. I don't. When I think about the other films, I don't think, "Oh God," and avoid them. I think, "No, I want to see them." However, like I can appreciate the fact that in terms of, it's very schlocky, it's very cheesy, very B movie style, isn't it? And uh, doesn't take itself too seriously. Maybe that's what I like about it. Um, but obviously, in comparison to other films we've reviewed on the podcast, don't want to get take it too far. But I'd probably give it a B minus. Whoa. <laughs> Be, oh, you can't be, behave yourself, Jesus Christ! Oh, do you know? What? I was going to say C. I was going to say C plus, and literally within a tiny split second, I went for a B minus. Yeah. Uh, okay, Andy, what about you? I have the same conundrum as as Ben because I know, like, I'm not even facing the same pressures that I've reviewed all the things. I primarily turn up when we're dealing with more stupid films, anyway. <laughs> Um, but I was toying with this all day. I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, okay, is it a low? Is it a low C? But I've had so much fun talking about this film today, <laughs> and just like going back over it. It's it's fun to watch. I'm not going to go quite as wild as Ben, but I'm going to say that this gets a C from me. It's fun. It's a fun Very horror good. movie. It's not as good as Cat People. It's no, it's no cat people, no and cat it's people. no, it's no, um, it's no monkey shines. But um, um, it's good. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go in a bit lower. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think it's it's a fun film. I just, I just think the the non leprechaun scenes were, were kind of boring. I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was as fun as say uh, Jack Frost. Which is, I think is, uh, you know, a similar sort of dumb. Maybe yeah, more I can't. So. You, you know my feelings about Jack Frost. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure I don't record my ratings when I join you guys, but I'm pretty sure that's a solid B for me, though. Jack yeah. Frost is fantastic. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'd probably go with like a C minus. I think. I think it's it's a lot of fun. I'd like to see if there's if there's 
because this is the first one. Which is the one that people, because I don't know the Leprechaun franchise that well, which is the one where people say, oh, that's the Friday the 13th part six of the Leprechaun fr- franchise. Do you know what I mean? Gotta be, gotta be in the hood, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people talk about Leprechaun in the hood. Um, personally, for me, I love I love space. The, the space one, number four, is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But Leprechaun in the hood is... Um, it's 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 got some moments. I can see why that has become a cult one as well. Okay, all right. I'll probably check that one out then. I think give that a go. Uh, and also, I, I, I kind of want to watch the um, the new one because I did hear good things about that. So that'd be interesting. The the same actor reprises his role as Ozzy in that. I learned yesterday. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this one yeah. C minus. No way. Uh, Cannot go any higher than that, and I will not. <laughs> I shan't. So you can follow. Thanks for listening. You can follow me at, at Luke of Condor of K. You can follow Andy at at Super Andy T. Eighty three. Yeah. Eighty three. You can follow Ben at underscore. Wait at <laughs> just underscore <laughs> at Ben Errington. Ben underscore Errington. Oh, Correct. That's your email. Ben. Yes. Ben underscore Errington. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's one of them. You'll find me somewhere, mate. <laughs> there we go. Uh, what are we what are we doing next week? Uh, what's on the docket? Well, on the docket, and there's one glaring. I was looking at the docket, and I noticed we haven't done Friday the Thirteenth. Can you believe that? Yeah, but which one do you do? Because you can't do the first one. That's not a Friday the Thirteenth movie. I mean, it is. I mean, it's, it's by name. You got to start. Yeah. You, you got to start somewhere, though. Yeah, but not, if someone asked yeah. me like when which one should I watch first, I'd say maybe probably probably six, I think. Maybe start with six. <laughs> start with six and work back. <laughs> well, that's 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 an option. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll put a little poll out of what people want to see next because we've got a few. There's a few on there like uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and there's a couple of like classics. We want we were going to do like the Mummy and the Wolfman. Uh, we talked about doing From Beyond. Fright Night is on the list as well. That would oh, yeah. be a good one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. The original, the original saw as well. Oh, maybe you're, put, by your featuring one of your favourite actors, right, Ben? Uh, featuring Lee one Wano. of my favourite actors. Who's that? Yeah, Lee Lee Wannell. Wannell. Lee Wannell. <laughs> Not Lee Wannell. I did have some Lee Wannell shaped horror, horror movie news, but I skipped out of it just oh, yeah, at the last moment. Doing Wolfman, was like, right? With Ryan Gosling. Is that right? He's officially doing Wolfman. Yeah. How exciting! I. I'm happy to see that. I'd like to see him do more. I'd like to see him more, do more of his own stuff as well, though. I think he's a he's a, a franchise generator. So I'd like to see him. Yeah. I'd like to see like another upgrade style film. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've established you'll watch something next week. Who knows? We'll I mean, watch something. Who knows what it's going to be? If it's Friday the the thirteenth, guys, wild horses or sped up leprechauns would not keep me away. I'll be back for some Jason. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll do a poll, see which, uh, see what, uh, we want to Yeah, watch. yeah, we'll do a little poll, see what people fancy. Cool. Uh, if you, if you enjoyed the episode, you can become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kovac Cowan for our few music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please consider rating and reviewing on iTunes. And remember to join the Facebook group, Horror Hangout Board of Advisors. Join, uh, Ben's new Facebook group, Level One. For horror games, not not exclusively horror games, but um, all, no. all games of all 
shapes all and sizes. games of all shapes sizes and creeds yeah, yeah. level one <laughs> board, advisors. board of advisors as well cool i'd keep that check out andy's comics at hordecomics.co.uk if you could <laughs> sounds good <laughs> lovely <laughs> Thanks to my uh, co-host Ben for being a right host and Andy, of course. Thank you. You too. You too, Luke. Thanks, Thanks guys. As always. See you later. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.